Yo, 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 what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Speak On It podcast with K Sam. Here on the Speak On It podcast, we have a motto. Motto is not trying to change the entire world, but change the heart of one person at a time. Uh, it is good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just want to apologize <clears throat> early. It appears that uh, I woke up and my throat decided uh, to be a little raspy on today. So, but we ain't going to let that stop this episode. Again, ladies and gentlemen, man, welcome back to another episode. Uh, first of all, I get started. I just like to thank all my listeners. I know that my consistency on putting out episodes have been rather um, poor. <laughs> I'll just say that rather poor, which brings me to this episode title, Consistency in the Work. Consistency in the Work. Man, it's going to be a short, sweet episode. I, I just felt obligated that I needed to uh, connect with y'all again. Uh, I have a I had a lot that that's taken place over the year, um, and I mean let's just get right into that because um, it's an interesting story and it's pretty it's pretty a it's a good accomplishment honestly on my end. But let's start with consistency, and I just want to uh, read the definition of what consistency is. And consistency is carrying out something the same way or something staying the same as it's achieved in a particular way. And reason why I want to talk about consistency. So let's get into story time real quick. I will not, oh, I, will, I will try not to hold y'all long, but here we go. So last year, January 22, to be exact, I brought in, well, we, me and my lovely wife brought in outstanding little, little guy named KJ Kendall Jr. Uh, into the world. So with a newborn, I thought it would be a great idea and a challenge. Me, I, I like challenges and stuff. So I thought it would be a good idea and a good challenge to go back to school, go back to college and pursue my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Why not? Huh? Why not do this with a newborn? I had all the, I had all the time uh, to do this. And I decided to do it when when we have a newborn uh, in the house. But either way, I went ahead and signed up, uh, got with an advisor, got my classes, done all the little deals, transcripts and stuff to get back into school. Bam. So here we go. Spring of 2022, I uh, started school again. And let's say, <laughs> thank God it was all online uh, and you could kind of work at your own pace and you didn't really have deadlines. Uh, but just kind of a little bit about this program. It was a competency-based program that's built specifically for law enforcement officers, um, where it's a seven weeks, seven weeks uh, terms is what they call it instead of semester. So you have seven weeks to take as many classes as you can within the first five weeks. So the first five weeks out of the seven weeks, you could advance to how many classes that you can. And then every seven weeks, you start a new term. So I was like, man, let's do it. So I had to take a couple, what they call them, core classes. I had to take like Texas government, which almost made me vomit. Um, I had a, I had another class that that I had to take, and I was like, man, this is why, <laughs> this is why I I almost didn't come back to school because I didn't want to deal with this. But luckily, uh, I have an associate's degree that I got from Louisiana uh, SLCC for all my people back home. Uh, in 2016, so it's been a little minute since I've done any schoolwork, minus police academies and stuff. But it's been a little while since I've done any any schoolwork, uh, so it was it was rough. 
getting back into it. And let me tell you what was really rough. Writing a paper. Oh, my gosh. That, that was the hardest part of it all because each class I had to write a paper uh, for a final project. And actually having to read stuff about Texas government and just, you know, stuff that doesn't interest me at all. Oh, my gosh. Talk about the struggle. Like, like I almost, like, was looking to find people to to pay to write these papers and then you have to start dealing with APA format and oh bro just just thinking about it already is giving me a headache again so I done that and then I even set a goal and say okay I want to finish this degree since it's all online and I could you know work at my own pace so it's all about if I want to take two classes every seven weeks well okay well I could be in the program uh for a couple years but if I want to hustle then I could finish this in you know in a year give or take just kind of all depends on what I had going on. So, man, I, I hustled. I done spring, uh, summer one, summer two, fall, um, winter one, winter two. And here we are uh, a couple Saturdays ago on the things 13th Mother's Day weekend. I was able to walk across the stage with my bachelor's degree from Texas A&M Commerce, uh, which is in Commerce, Texas, uh, as a graduate. In criminal justice so bam i done it within a year i set uh set a goal i achieved the goal but not only did i achieve the goal man i graduated as what was it it was magna cum laude or i think honestly i think they changed it and gave me summa cum laude honestly because i was looking at my stuff to see what my final gpa and i finished like a three point three point nine two i think out of the whole program i made like one b maybe two b's or whatever so man that was a like that was that feels amazing to know that i was able to do that here we go not only with a newborn uh raising you know raising a newborn first time parent at that so our first child so so you can probably just imagine my stress level trying to figure it out along the way because it's just me and my wife up here we have you know friends and stuff but there's no family so man kudos to that woman because she like bossed up and just to see her step into that mom role without help you know yeah she had her mom helping her you know with things over the phone and stuff but man that lady like kudos to y'all women too especially like y'all single moms i said from jump because I said from jump, man, I give y'all kudos. I, mm, if I had an option, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be no single parent because, man, so she went back to work while I was still out on leave. So I was home a couple weeks with him before he was eligible to, uh, old enough to start daycare. And, bro, a <laughs> Shout out to y'all women, cause y'all, hey, y'all some warriors, y'all. But it's you know it's like it's no choice, like y'all have to step up and do it. Uh, but then on the other hand, too, like as a father, just that feeling and stuff, knowing that this is mine, you know, like like I helped create this human being that shares the same genetics and and bloodline and everything else that comes with it as me. Like how you don't want to be in your child's life, but that's that's a whole different conversation but uh so newborn working a full-time job uh as a police officer trying to do this podcast which is could be a full-time job within itself and i'm i'm kind of have like entrepreneur like heart so i'm always trying to like look for the next buck and trying to like i get this idea and i'm like i'm going after full force so i have a business that that actually took off randomly 
that I didn't I really didn't have much hope in. But it's doing good. So we making money and uh you know, I got two contracts. So all that while doing um while going back to college. So it's just consistency, man. The consistency in in the work that I had to I had to figure it out. And the reason why I wanted to come on here and talk about consistency is because we as humans put so much stress and pressure on ourselves to be consistent in so many different areas at one time. And what I had to realize is that, hey, if you want to if you want to meet your goal and graduate within that year like you set out for yourself, well, something's going to have to get less attention and the schoolwork is going to have to get more attention. So I had to sit down and think, okay, what is what's like not important to where I could put on the back burner for a little bit. And sadly it had to, one of the things that had to be this podcast. Yeah. Everybody think is it's, it's simple, but um, me personally, man, I like to do my research. I like to know what I'm talking about to sound knowledgeable and to be knowledgeable in my, in my conversations that I, that I have on my episodes. So I knew that um, I was able to be, consistent and 100% all in on my podcast like I was previous in my previous episodes um, when I was putting them out every week before I started school. So, uh, man, I was talking to this guy. Shout out to Alan. Um, He's he's a guy from Lake Charles, Louisiana, down that area. Um, and they, him and a, a group of his, his uh, coworkers and stuff is have this nonprofit that, that they just launched called with you with you i'm sorry you know bad louisiana <laughs> bad louisiana talking right there with you um and it's a non-profit for first responder mental health um so i got a chance to talk to alan and we we connected a little bit and we go do something try to get uh build an episode with them um and kind of put their stuff out there but me and him was talking and one of my coworkers from back in Lafayette reached out to me because they, they know each other. I was like, hey, this guy heard your podcast. He want to reach out to you. You know, here's his contact information. And I had to apologize to him because like that was like two weeks before I reached out to him. I was like, bro, my bad. Like I just been super busy, you know, graduation and then life, you know, being a business owner and just just every normal thing that, you know, that comes with every day, you know, we're waking up every day. And he was like, man, I get it. He's like, you know, he's like, I, I, I give you grace because I always look for grace back from other people, you know, and we just all busy. That's just part of life. And then me and him got on a conversation about consistency, which gave me this, this uh, idea for this topic. And he was like, you know, we try to be consistent in multiple things in life at one time. He said, but no matter how hard we try, something is not getting our 100%. So, yeah, we think we've been giving, you know, my podcast 100% while giving school 100% while giving, you know, family life 100% while giving work 100%. But at some point in your life, you, you not everything is able to get your all. As hard as we try and hard as, and, you know, we may feel like we're doing it, it it's kind of, it's really impossible. Um, and once he said that, I was like, bro, you know, that makes sense because I had to put, my podcast aside for a few in order to achieve this this greater goal it's like podcast ain't going nowhere because it's mine i could do it when i want you know how frequently i want 
I could do a, I could drop an episode every day, but that requires time. Like I gotta go to work tonight at six, and I've been up for some reason since like eleven. So you know, I had to get up early to make sure I could do this episode today. So so being that I'm up early now, I'm cutting out. I'm cutting into my sleep time, my rest for work. So will I be a hundred percent at work? Or will I be like 85 because I'm tired because I've been up early throughout the day? So, man, so all that to say is um, don't beat yourself up when when you have to put some areas in your life on the back burner to be focused and give your all into more important areas in that time of your life. Um, and I, I kind of will beat myself up over this podcast. I was like, man... I think my last episode was like in February and I'm like, geez, like, bro, like <laughs> it's bad enough. I took a little break once, once my son was born. And honestly, like I, I, and I'm just being super transparent. Like I had, I had some, some traction going. I had, you know, consistent listeners and stuff like that. And then I noticed once I took that little break to try to get a grip on this, on this new parent life that I lost some of my followers who was consistently following my my episodes and stuff even my social media man that's a that's a lot to to deal with to constantly think about oh i need to post content i need to post content i need to post content on all these different platforms excuse me and honestly man it's it's a lot but i chose to do it so i'm not here making excuses i'm just telling you i'm apologizing for my lack of consistency in my podcast, because man, I got I get great compliments on my on my uh, on my content that I put out, um, and you know, people actually enjoy the stuff that I put out. So I didn't want to like. So here here's my here's my my thinking of my podcast. Before I just put out information just to say, hey, I put out an episode. I would rather take a break like I'm doing now to make sure I can fully um, give it my all and know that when I put out an episode, it's some good quality information. And I'm not just putting out an episode just to say, Hey, I'm talking and bam, here you go. Um, and even this one, this one is nothing about policing or education in law enforcement, but it's just about being consistent in what you do in life, man. Be consistent as a parent, you know, don't be a half-ass parent. Shout out to coach Phil, you know, it's how baseball with the half-ass speech, man. Don't be a half-ass parent. Don't be a half-assed husband, wife, a friend, a coworker, an employee, or an employer. Man, be consistent. People like consistency. I don't like flakiness, man. I don't like. I don't like wishy washy people, man. Um, if if you could be fake, man, just be fake a hundred percent of the time with me, and I know how to deal with you. Don't be fake and wishy washy, and then you know you want to be buddy buddy with me at another time. No sir, no ma'am. I I, I just can't that I just can't jive with that. Just be consistent in the work. Whatever the work is, be consistent in the work. But that's all, man. So that that's what that's what's been going on in my life and that is why I have been MIA on my episodes. But hey, I'm back. I'm back. I don't have no more excuses, no more school. Uh people trying to push me to get my masters, but uh probably not. No. To be honest with you, um like I thought about it long and hard. I'm like, okay, I'm 8 years into my career. Um, I made it eight years without a bachelor's degree. So what like what can a master's do for me? Because let's let's here we go. Let's be honest again. Uh be super transparent with y'all. I can't speak for every criminal justice program, but I found it funny that 
criminal justice, those courses that I that I took honestly didn't teach me like I didn't like I didn't need that to know how to be a cop. And most people get that misconstrued where you have these college students that tell you like, oh, I'm in criminal justice. Okay. Like what that has to do with anything. And they automatically assume that just because they're in criminal justice that they know the laws. They know uh, how it is to be a police officer. They know the do's and don'ts, the ins and outs of what we can and can't do. And they try to tell us how to do our job. Um, and my people, that I, me personally, I didn't learn none of that. Like nothing taught me how to be the police. Nothing taught me about laws. Actually, I didn't even take one class talking about laws, uh, especially like just in Texas, no U.S. Supreme Court cases or nothing like that to teach me about people rights and stuff. So uh, while I'm looking at it, I'll just kind of give you a couple of the classes that I, that I took. So we had, I had to take an integrated science. <laughs> so I had to take like ethics and values of, and professionalism and policing, uh, critical incident, decision management, officer wellness, communication, technical writing, crime analysis, leadership, procedural justice, 21st century policing, uh, policing in the future, evidence-based policing, uh, organizational culture and public safety, implicit bias, and critical thinking and decision-making, homeland security and terrorism. And then you had the capstone class where you kind of put everything together. So not one class in there that taught me about how to be the police. Now, it was some good, it was some good classes, especially like leadership. Taught you, uh, they talked about the different styles of leadership and explained them and and how to be a better leader to to people. So that was that was pretty good. Critical thinking, 21st century policing that president uh president that President Barack Obama started the 21st uh, century policing task force when he was in office. So all that was pretty interesting to to learn about. Honestly, like I have an associate's in business and that's what I wanted to do, get my bachelor's in business and continue that because like I said earlier, I have like a, a entrepreneur like heart and mindset and i'm always looking for like ways to better myself and grow and man you just never know what business may make me the millionaire and i'm trying to get there you know they got money i always tell people they got money out there to be made it's just all about what you want to do to get it and how hard you want to work um and i'm trying i'm trying to get it because i know it's out there man I, i was willing to go pick up like dog pooping people yard because like people don't want to do that that's lazy you know that's easy money i can go do that you know but (laughs) but then i realized okay yeah maybe not because i struggle with being consistent and picking up my own dog poop in my yard uh at some points man it it looks like a god dang um uh a landmine field out there with just all the the poop but that's neither here nor there just another reason to be consistent in what you do so yeah but overall man i'm a college graduate again uh, got my bachelor's got my associates and what all paid off was just me being consistent in one thing at a time um and that's important so real quick let's shift gears so last week was national police week let me see Du-du-du-du-du. national police week which is held um i think in dc if i'm not mistaken don't quote me on that. But National Police Week, where uh, they honor, remember, and offer peer support to law enforcement officers, their survivors, and citizens, where they gather and pay a homage to those who gave their lives in the line of duty. 
Um, and I was, it was on one of these social media uh, police pages that I follow. And this year, they even talked about, talking about the um, the officers who committed suicide in the in the year of 2022. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find something right here too. In the year 2022, which I thought was pretty cool, even though um, is is not is not like an honorable death and stuff like that. <clears throat> I think it was pretty cool that that they recognized that these officers, you know, left loved ones behind and stuff like that. Now, the whole police memorial deal that goes on over there for National Police Week is each fallen officer who gets killed in the line of duty, their name gets placed on a um on a on a wall. I think is what they call it a wall with their name, their agency, and I think their uh their line of duty death date. And that that hit close to home when I was working in Lafayette because Officer Middlebrook was killed in the line of duty. So, you know, our motor unit took a, a big trail out there and they, you know, done the escorts and his, you know, wife, kids, family, uh officers from our honor guard. Officers from his squad got a chance to go out there and experience all that, which I think is a pretty cool. I think it would be a pretty cool experience. Uh, that's something I would like to do one day with my family, just to just to experience. Because God forbid that she would have to do that, you know, at all. But I still think it would be a pretty cool experience for her to be able to see that. And if she does have to experience that, then she kind of at least know what to expect. But yeah, so just. Let me see. In 2021, they had 150 officers that died by suicide. 2021, yeah. And that has increased 54% of last year, 2022. So it's just it's just crazy, which brings me to my next topic of Mental Health Month, Mental Health Awareness Month in the month of May. Uh, and as we all know, man, mental health is a big deal. It's real. Um, and it's important. So we all need that, that check. We all need that check. And, um, I can't talk too much about it right now, but, uh, over the last couple of weeks, within the last couple of weeks or so, I was involved, depends on when you listen to this. I was involved in a critical incident at work. Um, and I would just say that. And from that, um, a lot of mental stuff came into play. Um, luckily I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm mentally, I'm pretty mentally strong. Um, so I honestly, I was okay, you know, but I got some good resources. I had to go talk to a psychiatrist and stuff like that. Uh, our peer support team uh, done a pretty good job of, of giving us some information on kind of things to expect and stuff. But man, mental health is real though. Cause like just the process and everything that comes with it, man, it's a, it's a lot that happens. Uh, and I'm not even just talking about police officer, man, you know, mental health coming in different uh, forms and fashions and stuff. It's not just, you know, one way is mental health, but the biggest thing is to recognize it, talk about it, uh, seek some help. Don't be embarrassed about it neither because, man, we human. We struggle. We go through a lot. We put a lot on ourselves uh, that we that we honestly shouldn't, but that's that's part of life. This is, this is our DNA. This is how we are, and this is what we do. So my uh, I, that's why I want to get with Alan and, and let them, uh, let him and maybe all his crew uh, join me on the episode and just talk about what they have and how important because I'm starting to find a, a soft spot in my heart for first responder mental health because I truly believe that is no reason why we should have 150 officers 
committing suicide in a year. And like I uh, spoke with Mike Sugaru on the episode before, I don't, I don't remember if this was on record or off record, but I asked him, I was like, how is it that we still have such high rates of first responder suicide? And that's, you know, police officers, firefighters, EMTs, EMSs, whatever, paramedics. Um, why we still have so much, why we have such a high rate when we go out and, and deal with people who are suicidal day in and day out? We give people these resources. We give people these highlights. We give people these pamphlets and stuff like that. We give people advice on how to overcome these thoughts and these feelings and just to make them feel better about themselves in the moment and let them see that the bigger picture is that this is not how you feeling right now is not the end all be all. It's just a, a temporary feeling that could be over overcome by X, Y, Z. But then yet we come home and we can't deal with our own problems. And then we end up taking our lives away in our, you know, on our own hands. And he said that we're more susceptible to uh, die in, in the hands of our own than somebody just walking up and shooting us on the street. And that's, 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 uh, that's disturbing. So for me, like I, I would like to see something to where first responders are required. I don't want to say mandates. People get all, get all weird over this mandate word, but where first responders are required to go and speak with a psychiatrist or somebody on, on peer support. And it's not just to make sure that, uh, you know, look for a reason just to take away your gun or, or your, uh, your duties, whatever, whatever profession that you're in. But man, just to check up on us because yeah, work may be good, but then what about the home life, man? You know, what about the kids, the wife, finances, uh, honestly, hell, not even just with first responders. I, I would like to see that in, in corporate America, too, because, you know, that hey, they have that plays a big part, too. You know, getting getting uh, stressed over work, you know, getting stressed over projects, um, you know, getting stressed over duties. And then they also got to come home to a family and kids and, you know, spouses to deal with and stuff. And everything may not be good on their home front. So I think we need to just have deeper conversations. And even with each other, man, get deeper when you ask somebody, hey, man, you know, how you doing? You know, you get the same surface level answer, like, oh, I'm good. But get a little bit deeper, like, how how good are you? You know, are you good mentally? Are you good, you know, physically, uh, emotionally? Like, how, how are you doing? And Alan kind of made a good point where he said, uh, I, I forgot how he responded, but the way he responds to those type of questions, when somebody asks him like, Hey man, how are you? And just suspecting, Oh man, I'm doing good. You know, thank you. And keep it pushing. He challenged them to however his response is, he challenges them to, to stop and think about what, what are, what am I truly asking this person? Am I really asking them like, how are you doing? Like just vaguely, or do I really want to know like, how are you doing? Like, good like you deep deep you good and however he responds it challenges them to uh to really think about what am i asking this person and this is the is this a conversation i truly want to have uh and I, I thought that was so interested so uh interesting so man shout out to alan and and his people back back in southwest louisiana and the lake charles area for all the stuff that they doing uh out there can't wait to chat with him 
um, and learn more about what they're doing out there, man. See how we can be involved and get to speak on the podcast community involved. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, man, this will be a short, sweet one. I ain't going to hold y'all. I got to go to this gym before I go to work. But as always, before I leave, I want to leave you with a message. Sometimes your mind will try to sabotage your happiness. Ignore it. You're stronger than that. That is all for this episode of the Speak on a Podcast with K-Sam. I'll talk to y'all soon.